This is KSKQ 89.5 FM Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ translator K231CW 94.1 FM Medford, Oregon, also streaming at www.kskq.org. And you're listening to Dream Infringement with co-hosts in life and radio, Bobby and me, Emily. Here at Dream Infringement, we like to tell stories and play music based on a weekly theme. We sure do. (laughs) So stick around, pour a glass of your preferred beverage, turn up the volume, and enjoy the next hour of Dream Infringement. You better believe it. Well, Bobby, it's been a wild ride. It sure has. Uh, Yeah, this is our second time um, recording from home. Uh in order to, you know, do our part in uh, social distancing. Good Um, for us. Yeah, and good for you, all you people out there, also uh, practicing safe social distancing, because um, that's what's uh, making the world go around right now. It is. Um, So, good job. Good on you. Yes. Um, And so, anyway, with this being, like, an at-home recording, Bobby and I, we... We uh, failed to plug in our microphone, so it was dead, and it took us a while to figure out what was going on, Um, because we would like this to sound decent. might not sound, you know, as good as when we're in the studio, which we hope to get back to um, at some point, but, like, we want this to sound okay, so we kept, like, recording, and then we're like, why isn't our microphone working? And then we're like, oh, it's dead yeah we moved from our closet to our living room to our bedroom bed to try to figure out where the best sound would come from and believe it or not things have not ended in the bedroom bed they have ended on the floor next to the bedroom bed that is where we are literally broadcasting from yep we're just sitting on the floor yep um so yeah that's that's where our where we're at so never mind about us. What's going on with you? Yeah, tell us about you. What's tell, going on with you? Tell us the juicy stuff. Oh, I forgot. This only works one way. Oh, man. Sorry. But... You um, could let us know. You, you could, could. Uh, send us a direct message on um, Instagram. Or Facebook. At Dream Infringement. Probably Instagram would be better. Facebook doesn't Because I'm do not... It. I had to delete my Facebook because it was too stressful. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going on Facebook anytime soon. Yeah, stick to Instagram. I mean, if you want to tell us on Facebook, you can, and we won't get to it for a while. That's true. In no way is this a call to action. There's no... No, like, I said if you if you want to and you can. Yes. Pretty sure I said that. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah so so that's what we're doing enough about this enough about well we don't need to talk about any more about where we are broadcasting from no no one cares but i was just gonna say like when you said tell us the juicy stuff um i realized that in my personal conversations with friends and family i am really lacking juicy stuff there's no juicy stuff there's what am i doing i'm at home i'm with the kids i made some dinner you're like, so ta- uh, I ordered takeout. Like, there's just nothing interesting happening so this in is, my life. Or probably a lot of people's lives. Sorry, go ahead, Bobby. So this is probably what the what your telephone conversation with, you know, like another housewife might be like. Another 
housewife? Yeah. Actually, none of my friends are other okay. housewives. So with not the ones that I talk to. Your single, frequently. your single friend who is at home recovering from surgery. I'm just, I'm hurt by that stereotype, Bobby. I'm sorry. This is, it was bound to happen. It's, it's all right. I yeah. can move on. I, I move usually on. one stereotype per show, so that was it. You can <laughs> take some solace in knowing that will be it for the stereotypes. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're talking to your single friend who is recovering from surgery. Is that too specific? I could <laughs> no, be more. That's fine. I could that's be more fine. specific. Okay. That works. And she's like, "So tell me what the juicy stuff is. Spill the tea, Emily." I have nothing. To say nothing to report. Nothing. Nothing. Also, I find it hard to believe that your single friend who is recovering from surgery would talk like that. She probably wouldn't. Nope. No. But I'd like it if she did. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, we all could be use a, change. a single friend who's recovered from surgery who, you know, talked I mean, like that. <laughs> we all could use one. More specifically, someone that talked like that in my life. Yeah. So you again, don't need to be recovering from surgery or single. No, you don't. That's not the criteria for being friends with Emily. I don't really have any criteria. She doesn't. She doesn't. She'll Now's take... the perfect time. I'll take anything. <laughs> <She'll> anything. Take... <laughs> Do you have anything interesting to say? Then be my friend. <laughs> All right. So no one wants to hear about how little juicy stuff we have no one wants to hear about from where we are recording this what they really want to know is what what are we going to talk about for this hour that we're with you well bobby there might not be anything juicy happening in 2020 but there sure was a lot of juicy stuff happening in the 1600s Ooh, do tell (laughs) no pray tell right is that a little more like (laughs) Yeah, that sounds a little more old-timey. Well, Bobby and I fairly recently watched the movie... Man in the Iron Mask. That's right. Yeah, it was, uh, it's that uh, early, or mid-90s joint starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Sorry, late 90s, 1998. Mm -hmm. It was exactly when it came out. Yeah, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, none other than John Malkovich. Ooh. Okay. And a bunch of other actors <laughs> that <laughs> elude You'd my... You'd know them if you saw them. Memory. Oh, yeah. So there's Jeremy Irons. Oh, yeah. He was in it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's uh, Gerard Depardieu. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar. And Gabrielle Byrne. Not so much. I think that might have been the... Oh, the female Female lead. love interest. Or she wasn't yeah. a lead, actually. There were no yeah. female leads. So what we're going to do, because we find ourselves in a situation where we are stuck indoors and forced to watch internet television streaming services. Yes. Okay, they were forced. They're, they're just like, they're making us do this, right? I mean, yeah. what else are we going to do? Yeah. Talk to each other? Ugh, the idea. God forbid. <laughs> we are... We're, we're reaching back, reaching... Just so far back. So far back. It's to, hurting our shoulders. We're yeah. going to have to go to uh, the chiropractor after this. After this, when, when the chiropractor's open. Because no, oh, yeah, no, no one's getting their discs. That's right. Their, their discs rearranged. 
right now. They're doing apparently they're doing it to themselves oh. over the internet because I guess well something yeah they're like okay reach back, stick your thumb in that spot right there. <laughs> oh, no. You see where I'm pointing? That's how I'm imagining these things going. Yikes! <laughs> All right, we're reaching back. We're reaching way back. To the time of uh, the man in the iron mask, we're going to talk a little bit about the movie. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, how the story originated. We're going to talk about King Louis XIV. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about what was life like at Versailles. I want to hear those juicy secrets of Versailles. Ooh, indeed we will share Uh, them. We're going to talk about some modern French music. Yes. Um, So stick around. Uh, last week, we had a song request by our dear friend and listener, Miriam, um, and it just so happens to, I think it goes along quite nicely with this, because she chose the song Out of Touch by Hall and Oates, um, and if you were in a, a, a iron mask... <laughs> if you were in a... An iron mask, I'm pretty sure you'd be out of touch with what was going on. You sure would. So... Uh, thanks for the song suggestion, Miriam. We love you. We, we do. And we're going to play your song. Yes, we are. Here we- it goes. And we're back. Thank you so much, Miriam, for that special song request. We're yeah. S- we're so glad that you listened to our show. We are. And I don't, I don't sure- know where we would be without you. I honestly don't either. Yeah. Because, you, <laughs> oh boy, it's gonna get emotional. Oh no! Just she, thanks, Miriam. Thank you. You're it's, you're delightful. It's okay. It's all right. Whew, it's all okay. right. All right. So, anyways, um, let's go back in time, back in time to 1998, the year of the release of the movie Man in the Iron Mask. It was 1998. Sonny Bono had just died in his skiing accident. Oh, guess what? A little band by the name of InSync. I've heard of them. They released their hit single, I Want You Back. Mm. Okay. What else was happening in 1998? Bobby Brown was found guilty for a, of a DWI in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, yeah. And tragic. Tony Braxton filed for bankruptcy protection. Oh, I don't boy. really know what that is. How is that different from bankruptcy? Mm, yeah that's basically it uh that's basically all that's all that happened in 1998 oh celine dion's my heart will go on debuted at number one on the hot 100 following the whirlwind success of titanic so this was a big year for leo or a big you know segment in time for sure for sure wait so did man in the iron mask come out before titanic or after Titanic. I have to do some research on that, Emily. I need to know because I feel like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Man in the Iron Mask was not my favorite role of his. Wait, did you hate him? I just was not a fan. I feel like times are real tough right now and hate's a strong word, Bobby. Well, this might surprise you because Titanic... You don't want to use hate right now. It's just too... <laughs> I don't. It's too hate, harsh. Hate will the world's break... harsh enough as it is. Hate. The word hate will break down society 
even more. That is all that. That is all that's I keeping like it together. It. Okay. Okay. So, uh, 1997 saw the release of Titanic. Oh. So it was a year. It was a about a year later that he did a, a man in man in the in the in the Iron Mask. Man in the Iron Mask is was done a year after Titanic. So he got worse before he got better. That's really that's unfortunate. It is. He was getting he all the roles, though. He was. And he. I, I felt frustrated because he didn't even try to do an accent. He, yes. Le, okay. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Okay. Okay. So we talked about the cast. Mm-hmm. We talked about the star of the show, of the movie. Right. Okay. They did, a, they did some really cool, like, uh, film tricks to make it look like he, there were two of him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. So you let's are. just jump into, let's jump into the synopsis, Emily. Yeah. Let's, let's read the synopsis for those of you who don't know or need okay. a refresher or just would like to hear us, uh, haphazardly explain <laughs> the um, plot of this movie. <laughs> they're going to love it. They're going to love it. Okay. In 1662, the kingdom of France faces bankruptcy from King Louis the some whatever, I don't know. 14th? 14th. They it wars against the Dutch Republic, which has left the country's agriculture impeded by a heavy tax burden and forced the citizens to live on rotten food. Ugh. Oh, and they hate this. They hate it. The people Nobody likes rotten food. I know, but the pe- And we needed the man in the iron mask to yeah. teach us about that. We did. Uh, and so the country appears to be on the verge of revolution. Uh, and Louis continues to spend his time. This is uh, Louis the King at the time, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. He pl- he spends his time preparing for war and seducing countless women. Now, this is the part that, that really makes you hate him so very much because they, they depict him as a very spoiled, very... Uh, very immature young king and he also loves the ladies he loves them he does he does and seems like he's not interested in settling down no not anytime soon uh he just has a lot of rage but like quiet rage yes and and there's a lot of secret doors and passageways so many in the castle. And passageways. So that he's he can, always just like flipping around and like his coat's yeah turning and he's hiding. And he's in gone a, in a doorway. Yeah, he's like, "Excuse me, Madame, I'm going to <laughs> change my socks," and then boom, he's gone. He just escaped out from behind a bookshelf and then reappeared mm-hmm. in another room where there's another lady. It's very it's really sad. Really I feel the, like we're explaining this a lot more like comical than it is. It's really terrible what he's doing. So um the three musketeers yeah, though Yeah he's making everyone eat rotten food. And Come guess on, what? Bro. This isn't just about this is not just about a man who wears a, an iron mask and a spoiled king. No. This also has none other than the three musketeers, Aramis, Porthos, Athos, and, um, that's it. And D'Artagnan, yeah. We must have Isn't it, it's Porthos? Yeah. With an R. Oh, okay. I was thinking of my plant, which Mm -hmm. I think is a pot, pot, Yes. I don't know. Yeah, and Athos, uh, I believe he's played by John Malkovich. 
Okay. Um, because he's the one with the son. Is he like the scholarly one? Mm -hmm. He's the one with the son who's a violinist. Okay. Or no, he's a violinist and he's, he's living with his grown up son. Mm, Yeah. Okay. And what's so special about John Malkovich in this movie, Emily? You want to shed a little light on that? Um. (laughs) Something special about the way he talks. Malkovich. He has an accent. He has no he accent. He has no accent. <laughs> Wait, John Malkovich? Yes. Oh, right, yeah. No, nobody, no one was trying. The, just the French actor. Well, yeah, the French actor. He's the only well, one. Well, I guess he wasn't trying. He, well, he was. Because he has a natural French accent. <laughs> right, no one was trying. They just, they were like, let's get, let's get one Frenchy on the cast. <laughs> oh boy, Bobby. One Frenchman on the cast. Let him work his magic. Mm-hmm. His his accent surely will be strong enough to cover over everyone. No one will even notice. No but... one will notice John Malkovich's normal accent. <laughs> and also, let me just okay. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to uh, get a little bit frazzled in speaking. Okay, but I feel that I deserve this uh, because of what I'm about to say. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio, excellent actor. Would you agree with me, Emily? on that for sure i mean he's a great actor he's been in scorsese films scorsese emily i yeah okay he's a good actor and he had just finished titanic we as we had mentioned earlier 1997 titanic mm-hmm. probably won some awards from that i mean titanic was titanic it yeah, was huge I it was didn't huge look it up but i'm sure he did it was huge even before it was made Mm-hmm. The movie was it was just like expecting to be huge and it followed through and it was big and he won awards and now he's like America's sweetheart, right? So now he goes and does this role. Does he does he put the smallest amount of effort to just even have like a British accent like most 90s actors just like smattered in to movies that that were made in any other place other than America? It, no, he. it would appear that he did not. No British accent. Nothing. Just him talking. Talking like me, very much. He was talking like a good old boy from southern Arizona. Yeah, he was talking the same as he was on the Titanic. Like, oh, back in South Dakota when I was on the lake. That's where I was fishing, Rose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so I just, I feel that, I feel that he could have... He could have just put a little a little bit more effort. But maybe he was using all of his energy to be just very hateable. Well, my thoughts were like maybe they told him not to. <laughs> like maybe he tried and they were like, no, excuse me. Sorry, Leo, can you? Maybe his French accent. Not do whatever that was you were just doing. <laughs> just talk normal. How you did. Remember how you were talking on the Titanic? Yeah, just do that. <laughs> I, I feel that what is warranted is a reenactment of his uh, tryout for this role. So Emily, would you like to play the role of the movie producer, the casting director? Okay. I think that's what they call it. And I'm, and I'm Leo. Okay. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Hey, uh, let's see. We've got uh, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Oh, hi. Hey folks. Hey there! Thanks for thanks for coming here. Um, oh, I appreciate you uh, giving me this opportunity. All right, so you've got your script right there. Uh, yes, I. Can you I'm, just read I'm, that first line, the highlighted part, please? Okay. Um, and and they're in France, right? This whole thing's taking place yes, in France. Yes. Okay. 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 
Let me just uh, let me get take a drink of water. Okay. All right. Back when I was in uh, the French land. Leo, of- Leo, nope, nope. I'm gonna have to. What are you? What what is that that you're doing? With I'm your sorry. Voice? I thought you you wanted me to use an accent, correct? I mean, it um, is in France. Is that your French accent? Well, I, it's just it's something that I've been playing with. It's a little bit okay, of okay, but that's the one you have. It's regional. That's your it's, go-to. Yeah, it's from a, a small town in France. All right. Yeah. No, we're not gonna not gonna need you to do that. Are you, um, well, maybe maybe just listen to it again. Just let's give it another try, please. I mean, just should I, guys? Should I? Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Go ahead, okay. Leo. Okay. Take it from the top. Again, in character. It's been seventeen years no, since I've. No. Heard- no. Sorry. Just listen, Leo. I got. I'm gonna level with you. Okay. Uh, no one's here for your accents. Okay. They're here for that pretty face of yours. All right. So just talk. The way you always do. All right. And scene. So we're pretty sure that's how it went, which is why you get the product, you know, at the very end of it, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio not doing an accent. I assume that same thing happened with John Malkovich. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the plot. Okay, yeah, so the plot. So he, he just, like, he loves seducing the women. Yeah, Leo's Then running King off, Louis. and he runs off in his secret, you know... Secret hallways. Wasn't his mom? His mom was still alive. His mom was still alive. Yeah, and she was just like, "Oh, if only you were a better version of you." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, come to find out, yeah, uh, the musketeers are like staging a coup. Yes, because they're like, "This guy, he's the he's the worst. He is the worst, and he's he's gonna kill us all." He's feeding the people rotten food, keeping all the good food for all the rich people. Yeah. Uh, And he's terrible. And so they um, find out a deep, dark secret, which is that the king had a twin brother. (sighs) Yep. And uh, who he didn't kill. And his name is Philippe. His name is Philippe. And he's Everyone just, loves a Philippe. He's a sweetheart. Isn't he? He is just the complete opposite. So so, they, so how do they find him? Let's let's yeah. go into that and then so we'll they, talk about it. They the go characters. into like this underground prison that's only accessible through like waterways or something. Oh yeah. All the best prisons are only accessible through waterways. This place is like in the bowels of the of like the castle. Yeah. Or something. It's like way deep. No and one knows. It was knows Versailles, it so you know it was dirty. It was gross. Okay, and so they go, they go in, and and there's this like scrawny looking, long haired guy, and he's he's wear he's wearing a an iron mask, or rather, mm-hmm. it's wearing him. It is because this thing's it's got like bolts on it. It has like clasps. It's it's iron. Right. This and 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 you have only but to believe that there's a reason why his face is wrapped in iron. Yeah. No one wants to see that face. Right. Okay. Or one person yeah. doesn't want anyone to see that face. Is it possible it's too... It's it like the, the, the revealing of the face would lead to... Yeah, like is he deformed? Is Does he have a skin condition? What's going on? Why What's would you cover on? a face like that? Why would you? Yeah. So so that's the big question, and guess what? It gets answered. So they take 
take it off and and what's really strange is like his hair has grown over the front of his face so you can't really mm-hmm. even see his face mm-hmm. still it's like one of those it's oh, it's just so long it's com- it's kind of like um on the twilight zone where everybody's like ugly and they keep talking about how like mm. everybody's faces are all like kind of. warped yeah, yeah. and weird. oh it takes a long time it yeah. takes a long time for them to take the gauze off the woman's face it's yeah. kind of like that mm-hmm. but like you know yeah. with the iron mask so it's yeah, yeah. so after a long time of unscrewing everything and then moving the hair off the face we are made to see none other than the king's twin brother yeah which is basically the same face as the king yeah because it's played by leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. he doesn't leo doesn't have a twin for those of you who are like sorry really excited sorry ladies sorry ladies (laughs) uh so i'm sorry everyone (laughs) Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah, twin brother. He's he's very meek, very sweet. Just a little sweetheart. Yeah, and so they end up going. So they they get him and they take him out to the to the countryside. And yeah. They're like we okay, listen, man. Okay, I know you've been locked up for your whole life in this prison. I know that you just ate like bread and water your whole life. But guess what? We have a plan where you're going to replace the king and you are going to live the life of a king. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so he's you, like, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. And they're like, you need to learn how to sword fight. You need to learn how to be a fancy lad. You need to learn how to enjoy the finer things in life. And he's just like, all I want is a place to lay my head. That's it. And that, that to me is luxury. Yeah, he doesn't want any of it. He, he, he's but a simple man. teach him. And if I remember correctly, even that scene was kind of anticlimactic. Because it felt like he never really got better at what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Like, there wasn't, like, a ultimate, like, a peak where he's like, yeah, I got this. And he's, like, he that's never seemed to, like, true. gain his confidence. But it's kind of realistic. I mean, if you were in an uh, Iron Mask for your whole life. I don't want realism. You, I want <laughs> You wanted, fantasy. like, a training montage. I want. So you want the Karate Kid training montage? I do. Okay. I want him to get really good and just like kind of snarky and like sassy. Yeah. Like snapping his fingers a bunch? Yeah. Okay. It's like, get me that goblet. <laughs> More mead. <laughs> Notice I didn't say with an accent because still yeah. the twin does not have an accent. Yeah, neither of them do. Yeah. Okay. So they find him and then they're like, we're going to play the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Um, at the ball, right? Yes, yeah. They, and this... sw- they swap him for his brother. Yeah. I don't remember how, but I don't think it matters. They, like, there's some, like, other rooms. Yeah, that's true. And Passages. And you would think that this became, this, you know, it. this is a foolproof plan. Okay, you kidnap the, the, uh, you know, the king. Okay. Yeah. Kidnap the king. Put him in the Iron Mask, mm-hmm. right? Who's the wiser? Who's the wiser? He's going to just seem mad. He's like, I'm the real king. No, mm-hmm. this is not right. He's going to care. Then they just, and they trained the, the twin, the sweet twin, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be a king. You think foolproof plan, right? Yeah. Well. It's not. It's not. So and they, and yeah. how about we go to a song break? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I was, I was building I was, up to a Oh, okay. Sorry. I was ready to, I was just ready to keep going. All right, let's see what we have here up on the agenda. Um, so, the soundtrack um, sadly didn't have any, like, real hits. No? No. Not, tell me if you ever really... 
That really was from... Ever, really, ever, really, ever loved a woman. <laughs> that but... was from a different movie. Oh, that was another Three Musketeers movie, right? Is that All for Love? I don't know. No, I think that's different. But we can play... Let's play All for Love, um, which is uh, from the movie The Three Musketeers. I mean, it's got Brian Adams. It's got Sting. It's got Rod Stewart. Well, um, oh, and... The Three Musketeers of Soft Rock, you mean. Yeah, and so the, the Three Musketeers movie was a prequel to this one so if you want to go down that rabbit hole you could by all means we all have time lord knows okay so let's hear that song all for love from the three musketeers of soft rock song that is i actually really like the movie the three musketeers with like it was a key for sutherland and yeah that other guy uh, Sh- uh martin uh what's his name charlie sheen charlie sheen that's yeah. not the guy i was talking about but yes he is in it yeah no accents still could not but you know what they <laughs> can pull it off they could actually their personalities were so robust that it's like who you, i don't care the most robust you, and, uh, fun fact about that particular Three Musketeer movie. Yeah, let's It was hear a it. Disney joint. Um, and <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. And the other guy. Oh, uh, Colin. Uh, what's his name? Um, he was in Bat- Batman Forever or something with George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember his I name. I don't know. I didn't see Anyways, that. Anyways, uh, basically, like, everyone who was going to handle swords, they took fencing classes what? except for charlie sheen he was like he didn't i don't need think, it he didn't all think i need he is needed. the tiger blood <laughs> back even back then even back for then. For so he was like it I'll served just, him well i'll just let let the camera do what it does best which is film me maybe we should have reviewed that movie maybe but this one's good too okay so we left off he's at the ball they did yeah. the switcheroo can i can i just read a little bit of the plan that that it has oh, on the on wikipedia okay. it's really it's fa- really fantastic all right yeah go ahead at a masquerade ball the musketeers lure louis to his quarters and subdue him dressing philippe in his clothes while taking louis to the dungeons d'artagnan uncovers the ruse after Christine accuses Philippe with evidence of Louis's role in Raoul's death, he had him placed on the front line and is not rebuffed. So this is an interesting part of it, Emily. We need to we need to talk yeah, about this. Okay. Let's do. So uh, John Malkovich, who is uh, one of the three musketeers, he's you know in his twilight years. And uh, he has his an adult son who is uh, in the army. Oh, right. Okay. And I he's forgot in, about this, like, subplot. And he's in love with the lady. That he is. And he's ready to, like, spend his life with her, but also, like, go fight in the mm-hmm. war. And guess what? What? This lady catches the eye of none other than Louis. Ugh. And so Louis's like, I must have this girl, this woman. She must be mine despicable so he he pulls a um you know he pulls a, a king solomon or king david and he from bib, well, sorry biblical cut there 
King David, and he basically sends his, her husband to be her her like her man mm-hmm. to the front lines of battle. That's messed up. Yeah, to be killed, Mm-mm. and it works. He gets killed. Yikes! So sad. That's really unfortunate. So this king will stop at nothing to get what he wants. That's how evil he is. Okay, so uh, the sweet king. <laughs> the sweet, let's say the sweet king and the evil king. All right. I don't want to say the sweet king for the rest of You should of say this. the sweet king. I don't want to. Okay, I say just Philippe, want to say the man king. in the iron mask. <laughs> King. That's, so, that's so much longer. Okay, the Philippe, his nice brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he is so nice and just like bewildered at being at this dance. Yeah, and he just keeps forgetting to even pretend to be mean. Yeah, like he's, he's not even trying. <laughs> he doesn't talk in a, like a loud voice or just like demand things randomly to throw them off the scent. Like everybody's kind of looking at him, like what? What's happening with him? Like he just se- he seems so out of his depth. Doesn't he help someone? Some like an old lady? Yeah, he's trips. like oh, oh, excuse, let me. And they're like, <gasps> they're like King Louis would never do that. And his mom is just looking at him like. Who are you? I'm your mama. I know you. And this ain't you. Yeah, and you're a jerk. <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> but you're not being a jerk but right, right now. But right now, you're not the worst. Yeah. Something's yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so um, so they trade tw- twins, but Philippe is captured <laughs> on Louis's order before the musketeers escape. So they, they're trying to, like, get him, Philippe, into the dungeon... Um, but it doesn't work, and Philippe is switched back, okay? And D'Artagnan is shocked to learn who Philippe is and begs Louis not to kill him, uh, but Louis refuses. Oh, that's right. There was tension amongst the musketeers, mm-hmm. like whether they should get involved. Because didn't the king, like the musketeers before this were like, um, like his buddies, like he was really into them. But like for some reason at this point, they're not as important as they once were. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, so their plan is foiled. And it's just so sad because it's like it, it only, you only had just a mere glimpse of success. Just, but honestly, everyone who is, everyone who was part of the plan, they just like, they did such a bad job at carrying it out. You know, out. this is the part where I feel like I didn't pay attention to the rest of the movie because I don't really remember what happens after this. It's all right. It's all right, Emily. I have Wikipedia to back us all up. All right, let's, so. let's get through this so we can get to the other stuff. Yeah, so so um, Philippe, he's like, guess what? I am the king now again. I'm still the king. Your plan didn't work. I'm going to send... I'm sorry, uh, Louis is still, you know, Louis's the evil one. I, I still think we should say evil king and sweet okay, king. Okay, that's fair. That's so the fair. evil king's like, yo, this didn't work. Guess what? I'm sending the sweet king back to the mask. And that's terrible because the sweet king just got out of the mask. And now he's got to go back in it. And guess what? Guess what? The, the evil king, he cynically states that Philippe will, and I quote, Wear the mask until he loves it and die in it. All right. This might be a good time to pop in here and say, what would happen to a person's skin if they were to wear 
an iron mask like the one in the man in the iron mask Ooh, i like it emily let's let's go for this because it can't this be good <clears throat> and thankfully we have cora to uh help us answer these questions all right so here we go the man in the iron mask might develop contact dermatitis from long-term exposure to the metal this would cause an itchy painful rash the rash may weep that's not good. Oh, he might also experience skin staining from contact with the metal. It would be dark in color like a bruise. If the mask is too tight, he could develop indentations in the skin. Lack of light would make any part of the face not covered in rash or staining very pale. Depending on mask content, he might experience some hair loss due to friction. So... So, so, base, so you wouldn't get this, like, baby-faced like you pouty-lipped, blue-eyed, uh, heartthrob. angel. Heartthrob. That is Leonardo DiCaprio. You wouldn't get that. No. <laughs> okay, if he had a lifetime You'd in the mask. Mess. You couldn't swap sees the king. <laughs> They're like, I'm the real king. Like, oh, nuts. <laughs> like, I did guy, not see this, this guy's coming. guy's face is all jacked up. <laughs> we can't do this plan. Oh, you three musketeers. They're just... It, in, even in real life, this plan this would plan not have worked. This plan was terrible. It was a terrible plan. Go watch, Don't watch this movie. Watch Three Musketeers. You don't want this. Yeah. So, um... I'm just kidding. You can watch it. <laughs> it's okay. So now we're coming kind of to the, you know, to the climax of the movie. Okay. Um, D'Artagnan contacts his friends for help in re- rescuing Philippe from this, this even deeper even more remote prison that he was in before <laughs> okay so they so they go back to him um they offer d'artagnan clemency in exchange for surrender d'artagnan refuses privately revealing to his friends that louis and philippe are actually his his sons they oh, are the sons right. of I a i forgot about that yeah the mom the whole time is like real flirty with him yeah she's like She's like doing the thing where How she's like, he? I hate you, I love you. I hate you, oh I love you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, um There's like don't get no. So they're so they're they're going to this prison that's in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of like, This guy these guys, these three musketeers, they they this needs to end. They charge one final time at Louis and his men, and they're fired upon, but their bravery compels the soldiers to close their eyes before firing. So they're like, so picture like, it's like slow motion. All the, these old guys, mm-hmm. old musketeers, and they're like, they're like floppy. They're suits. old floppy uniforms with their floppy feathers hats. and hats, and their floppy mustaches. And they're just like running, and they're old, and they're just, but they're spirited. Oh yeah, and brave, and the most courageous men these these, you know, these like military guys have ever seen. And they close their eyes before firing. Well, guess what? When you close your eyes and you fire a gun, <laughs> you don't know where the bullet's going to go. That's true. And these are muskets. So when they when they shoot, they're going to like Who fly knows? back. Who, Who knows? Even more so. You know, these aren't pistols. Right, so these then are, what happens? So, sorry, I don't, didn't mean to get all gun on everyone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they close their eyes and like basically nothing... No one shoots. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. What? It's just a lot of firing. Kind of like this entire movie. <laughs> so um, their bravery, it compels them to close their eyes. Louis attempts to stab Philippe, but wounds D'Artagnan fatally. Great. His dad. Dart- his dad. 
D'Artagnan reminds him that Louis is his She's brother. Louis like, <laughs> Louis. <Lily. laughs> <laughs> no, do you do it? No, you do it. That was good. I just not glad. Okay. <laughs> Louis is your brother. Louis is your brother. Father. So, um... I can't help you now, boy. I'm dying. Philippe attacks Louis, but stops when D'Artagnan... Rem- oh, I read that already. Athos asks D'Artagnan's forgiveness, realizing his loyalty to Louis was out of fatherly devotion to his son. The same fatherly devotion Athos had to Raoul. D'Artagnan oh, dies yeah, in his okay. friend's arms. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So, uh... So then, um... They, uh, D'Artagnan's top lieutenant and Andre, he's angered by his mentor's death. He swears his men to secrecy and orders them out of the prison, siding with Philippe. He and the musketeers switch the twins' places again. Philippe, (laughs) that's a lot of switching. Oh my goodness. He and the musketeers, yeah. So (laughs) Philippe orders Louis locked away and fed by a deaf mute. Placing him in the Iron Mask, but to be treated well, and then named Athos, Porthos, and Aramis as his royal council. A small funeral is held for D'Artagnan, where Philippe admits to Athos that he has come to love him like a father, and Athos reciprocates that. Philippe later issues Louis a royal pardon and sends him to live peacefully in the countryside visited often by Anne and goes on to become one of France's greatest kings. I don't remember that part. Which part? The part where he's like, I'm going to pardon. Philippe pardons Louis. I don't remember that part either. Yeah, I feel like it just ended with him being back in the, being being in the mask and just like being Mm -hmm. mad. Yeah. Yeah, so, so there you have it. Let's go to a song. Let's do... Let's play a French song. Okay. Yeah, it's a, uh, by a band called... one or a new one? A new one um, by The Stills. Okay. It's called Retora Vega. So, um, here you go. So that was a good song it had some french lyrics in it it did so maybe it transported you to uh you know to a place that isn't here but would be real similar because nobody's doing anything yeah it's empty streets actually you might get fined if you're in yeah uh france france they're a little harder on their citizens yeah um seems to be but let's not talk about that let's talk about the juicy secrets of versailles that you won't find in the guidebooks. Nope, you're not going to find this in the history Ooh, books. How about this juicy secret? Hot chocolate was the drink of choice. <laughs> if you imagine the royal court back at Versailles in the 1600s, you probably imagine lots of fancy food feasts and wine and champagne. But actually, hot chocolate was a delicacy back then. was a favorite of King Louis XV. They didn't and show, what the king did, everyone did. They didn't show that in the movie. They did not show uh, chocolate. Nope. Milk. Hot chocolate. <laughs> All right. Versailles was a dirty, stinky mess. <laughs> um, I, I got that impression. 
there's also from the website I'm looking at um, there is a giant poop emoji after that so real classy yeah real classy um, <laughs> it's so the the palace apparently was okay um, but and they had fancy chamber pots um, how fancy were they I don't know they're they like just gold? like maybe some gold yeah uh yeah this so is, that's always not um what we're used to this is just Chamber the pots. just the gossip i was craving Emily. <laughs> thank you for this um so it's said that some 10,000 people could be housed at versailles at one time um there were not enough toilets or toilet cleaners for everyone they were just chamber pots every which way <laughs> overflowing Oh man. Um they their lawn wasn't as nice as it is now. Oh wow. So <laughs> there's that. Uh these aren't really that juicy of secrets. No, I'm going to make some a violent story. They said the king never clipped his toenails. Therefore they were very long. And curly. Oh, no. That's not. See, it isn't so. It's still not juicy gossip, but it's the most I can come up with. I might have come up with some other stuff. Uh, The smell of the gardens was so strong that it made the visitors ill. The gardens were like flowers, though, right? Yeah. It was just like that many flowers all together. There were over 600 fountains. Oh, man. It's a lot of fountains. So next time you have a... Uh, dinner party in the very distant future uh you'll have something to talk about oh are we done i think we're getting close to where we need to wrap things up okay i suppose (laughs) you don't want to hear about how the king ate cold meals because the kitchen was so far away from his (laughs) dining room (laughs) emily your gossip's getting (laughs) real saucy (laughs) And that sauce is cold, folks. So anyways, uh, Emily, you want to get get the, the concluding song ready just so we have it in mind? Sure, yeah. Let's... Um... Um, in the meantime, what we're going to do is we're going to just say, have a wonderful evening. We're glad that you tuned in. Yeah, thank you. And um, we're really excited for next week. We don't really know what the theme is going to be, but we know it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Because we have all of our creative energy being targeted at this one thing. We're going to charge this microphone. Yeah. Um, We're going to be coming in hot. We're listening to Call It Dreaming by Iron Okay, yeah. Iron. Iron. Yeah, the iron mask. Yeah. So um, um, maybe we moved you to, you know, dig deep and, and go watch a movie that you haven't seen in a long time. 90s movies are the best because they're weird. Yeah, if you watch, if you watch uh, or have watched The Three Musketeers or Man in the Iron Mask and you have opinions, um, let us know on Instagram. Probably best place. Yeah. Or you can call us if you have our phone number. Uh, yeah. All right, well, we want to hear from you. We are going to sign off and stay tuned for the next show, which is One World Many Songs with our good friend Leo. Yes. 
We miss him so much. We do. But we've been listening to his uh, show after us, and it's just absolutely wonderful. You're in for a treat. Yes. All right. Well, see you in a hot minute. Bye.